0: Penn State University joins the woke wagon. The prince formerly known as Harry, real name Harry Windsor, has a problem with the First Amendment. And the worst mayor in the history of mankind, Big Bird Bill de Blasio, makes an ass out of himself with a vaccine incentive. Bold Alpha is presented by Davidoff of Geneva. Makers of Camacho and the Camacho Corojo, built with authentic Honduran Corojo to deliver a bold experience for those that defy the status quo. Prepare for the intensity with Camacho Corojo. Camacho, strength and character, it's in our DNA, available at DavidoffGeneva.com. And by Gurkha, the world's finest cigars, including the Gurkha Nicaraguan Series, Loaded with all Nicaraguan leaf from the renowned Aganorsa Farms, the Gurkha Nicaraguan Series is the fullest-bodied cigar in the Gurkha portfolio. Peppery, spicy, and rich, while maintaining absolute smoothness. Add the Gurkha Nicaraguan Series to your humidor today. Visit GurkhaCigars.com. Greetings and salutations from Command Center Alpha. It is Alpha Dave, your global five-star general and Alpha Male-in-Chief, and I welcome you to Bold Alpha, your home for Alpha Male lifestyle conversation and unabashed commentary. The Woke Wagon has stopped at Penn State University. Happy Valley is now Woke Valley. They are replacing pronouns such as he, him, hers with they, them, theirs. They are replacing traditional student designations, designations such as freshman, sophomore with first year and second year. Underclassmen and upperclassmen are being replaced with lower division and upper division. The preferred name and gender identity policy was passed by Penn State University Senate Committee on curricular affairs April 27th. And this is what they had to say. Terms such as freshmen are decidedly male specific, while terms such as upperclassman can be interpreted as both sexist and classist. Terms such as junior and senior are parallel to Western male father-son naming conventions and much of our written documentations uses he, she pronouns. It's time to close the loop and ensure that all people are not only able to choose their name and gender identity within our systems, but that these documents and systems are also structured to be inclusive from the start. Total, absolute stupidity. I wonder, are they going to change the nickname of Penn State, the Nittany Lion. A lion is a male. I mean, shouldn't it be gender neutral? I think it should be replaced because, after all, that shows the male dominance of a certain animal, thus a certain male dominance when it comes to the name of Penn State. Oh, by the way, in 2018, they dropped the titles Homecoming King and Queen. Now, as you know, in my estimation, my belief, there are three genders. Male, female, and freak. That's it. Anything in between, Xi, Jing, Hu, He, I mean, these crazy names that they come up with. Nonsense. And I I get a kick when people introduce themselves, especially these ultra-lib politicians saying, Hi, my name is John. My preferred pronouns are he, him. Wackadoodle. These people are crazy. Now, freshman and sophomore, junior, senior, there is nothing patriarchal about it. They look like a bunch of horses' asses by doing this. And underclassmen, upperclassmen, everybody knows what those terms mean underclassmen are freshmen and sophomores, upperclassmen are juniors and seniors. Don't give me this lower and upper division nonsense, which is exactly what it is. It always amazes me that in this country, especially with the ultra-lib Dems, we totally lose focus on what is important in this country and in the world. While China is building up massive, strength around the world, while they are infecting the world with, and have infected the world, with the Chinese Communist Party Wuhan virus, an absolute biological weapon. What are we worried about in the United States? What are the Dems worried about? What are these Libs on college campuses worried about? They're worried about stupid pronouns. They're worried about stupid gender-specific stereotypes. They're worried about prom king and queen being offensive. What is offensive is the fact that while the rest of the world is moving forward, the Democrats and the liberals and the socialist Marxists that run these college campuses are destroying the brains of future Americans. And if you want to wonder why we are producing absolute wussified betas coming out of college and these students that have these Marxist tendencies and believe that socialism is great, communism is great, that freedom of speech should be restricted, all you need to do is look at the bullshit going on at college campuses. And the same can be said of the Democrat congressmen and congresswomen For four years, we heard Russia, Russia, Russia. That's all we heard. Oh, Trump's a Russian agent. He's a secret embedded agent. Russia, Russia, Russia. He's soft with Putin. Russia, Russia, Russia. Russia, 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 a declining power. An economy that doesn't even, I mean, it's a fraction of America's. I mean, I think their whole economy is, you know, what? A quarter of America's, if that. Take away their natural resources, they're dead. Nobody's going to Moscow for high tech. Nobody's, there's no, like, Silicon Valley in, in Russia, or as I still call it, the Soviet Union. But yet, the Dems for four years had to waste Americans' time and their time on bullshit Russia, Russia, Russia witch hunts when they should have been looking at China, 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 our enemy. But No and this happens all the time, and if you look at the United States and you want to know why we're going, why we have such a large percentage of college students graduating with a hatred towards America, why grade school students and high school students are being taught to hate America, why we have these Democrats who come from other countries, Ilhan Omar, Exhibit A, eating sand in a Kenyan or Somali refugee camp, literally eating sand, living in a tent. We welcome her and her family with open arms. They go to Minnesota with all the other Somali refugees, most of whom hate the United States of America, even though this country has opened their arms. They've extended their arms to her, her family, and other Somalians. There were non-governmental organizations that assisted with housing. They were put on government assistance, all because of the goodness of the American taxpayer. They are educated. They get scholarships. They get free grade school, high school educations through the public school systems, paid for by... American taxpayers, they wait in line forever in Somali or Kenya eating sand trying to get into the United States of America. And after they get here and are extended a helping hand with social services, with welfare programs, with education, and they're able to get jobs, then all of a sudden they turn around and bite the hand that feeds them. Ilhan Omar, a perfect example. She says, The United States is a colonial power. The United States is evil. Goes on and on. We are the country that welcomed her. And now all of a sudden, we are the enemy. And again, the point being, instead of looking at what's important in college, like teaching history, like teaching social sciences, like teaching English and proper grammar, like teaching all the requisite courses that most college students take to round them, to educate them. Instead, we're worried about stupid pronouns. We're worried about replacing the term freshman and sophomore, replacing underclassmen and upperclassmen. The fact that more than six seconds, or even one second, is spent on this nonsense is absurd. And if you wonder why China and Japan and other countries around the world are beating us in education, beating us in reading scores and science and math, all you need to do is look at this case that I just presented. The bullshit wokeness occurring on college campuses, spending way too much time on woke, political, correct crap instead of truly educating our nation's youth. So while the rest of the world will clean our clocks, while we have dumbass liberal Democrat politicians screaming up and down about Russia, 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 while the true problem is China, 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 you wonder why we're going to be in a period of decline? Now you know, as Paul Harvey would say, the rest of the story. But wait! there's more. We are not done yet. This week, brainless Biden, who occupies the Oval Office, but we all know that Shadow President Barack Obama, Shadow Vice President Valerie Jarrett, and Shadow Chief of Staff Susan Rice, who call all the shots. Biden is just a bystander. He has no idea what's going on. They have just taken the sanctions off the head of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. The pipeline that will send natural gas and oil from Russia, Russia, Russia to Deutschland, to Germany. So it's going from the commies to the Nazis. Wonderful. Now President Trump put sanctions, more sanctions on Russians for multitudes of incidents, yet we had Adam Shitty Schiff jumping up and down saying, Russia, Russia, Russia. President Trump is a Russian agent, a secret Russian agent. And yet, President Trump was the one that called out the absurdity of a pipeline between the sworn enemy of NATO, the country that the United States, that many European countries, that Poland and Germany and England, the Netherlands, Austria goes on and on. The NATO member po- the uh, NATO member countries, who by agreement have agreed to spend two percent of their GDP gross domestic pro- pro- gross domestic product on defense spending, and yet there's only a handful of countries, including the United States and Poland several other countries that do spend the 2%. Who's the deadbeat? Germany. I think they spend like 1.2%. And when Trump pressed them on it and said, you need to pay your fair share, of course, everybody criticized President Trump. Oh, you're being mean. These are our friends. Well, you know what I've learned? That if you take a friend out to lunch, here's how it works with friends. And I'm sure you all can relate. You go out to lunch with your friends. Imagine if you go out with three of your friends. So there's four people out to lunch. And every time the check comes, the check is given to you. And you pay the check. And after about three months of this, let's say you paid the check 10, 12 times, 20 times, you look and say, hey, you know what? You need to pay the check. I paid it the last 20 times. This is like your friend saying, well, if you were our friend, you would pay it. You wouldn't complain about it. No. True friends say, hey, you got it last time, let me get it. That's how friendship works. Is Germany our friend? Well, they refuse to pay their 2% by contractual agreement. It's not like President Trump made this up one day and said, you need to pay 2%. It's in the NATO treaty agreements. Every country, 2%. She said, well, uh, within the next 10 years, we're going to get up to 2%. I'm sorry. Why is the United States paying more than 2%? We're paying more than our fair share to protect countries from in Europe, such as Germany, from big, bad, evil Russia, 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 yet they're building a pipeline that will be dependent, Germany will be dependent on Russia, 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 oil and gas, and yet who looks like the idiots? The United States and all the other NATO countries, and Trump said, hey, wait a minute, I'm calling this thing out. You shouldn't be buying from Russia. You should be buying from the United States. You should be buying from your allies. And what's the first thing that Democrat brainless Biden and the shadow president, VP, and chief of staff have done? They rescinded the sanctions on the head of the Russia Nord 2 pipeline, Nord Stream 2 pipeline, taking gas and oil from Russia to Germany and essentially looking the other way. Now, for four years, we heard nonstop, incessantly, Russia, Russia, Russia. And yet, now that the Lib Dems are in power, no problem with Russia. There's no issues. Nope, don't worry about it. We'll take the sanctions off. If President Trump did that, we'd have impeachment number three. I have no use... For the lib dems they are useless they are enemies of america they are traitors they are benedict arnold's and come 2022 mark these words the republicans not the rhino republicans the trumpian america first republicans will come in they will and they already have started to take over the party which is good It's now becoming a party of the people, not the old wasp, good old white bread, country club Republicans like the Mitt Romneys and the Liz Cheneys and the George Bushes. Those, they're gone. They're over. If you think by Liz Cheney saying, oh, we need to get back to our conservative roots or we won't win elections, sweetheart, wake up. Smell the Trump coffee. The Republican Party was dead without President Trump. They were dead. The Republican Party became the swamp party like the Democrats, the party of globalists, the party of China, the party of shipping our jobs overseas, the party of screwing the American taxpayer and the American worker. They became the party of the New York and Washington Beltway establishment. They didn't give a damn about the workers in Iowa or the farmers in Iowa, the the. Auto workers in Ohio or in Michigan or the factory workers in Indiana or New York. They didn't care. And if you think that the Republican Party would get any votes by going the route of Liz Cheney and Mitt Willard Romney, think again. There is no chance. The party is forever changed. And by the way, Kevin McCarthy... His days are numbered, too. Believe me, if it weren't the fact that he sees he's a survivalist and sees where the party's going, he'd much prefer to be the party of Romney and the party of Cheney. I don't think he's going to be speaker, but when the Republicans win and win big with great candidates and candidates that stand up for Trumpian policies, and everyone's like, oh, I love the libstream media, the Republican Party has become a party of Donald Trump, a, a, a just like a, a, a godlike figure. And, and it's very dangerous to have someone like that where all they, they do is worship this godlike person. No, they don't get it. Actually, they do get it. That's why they're trying to throw President Trump in jail, do whatever they can to tie him up in the courts, the legal system. Every branch of government has now been weaponized against President Trump. The FBI, and I love people say, well, it's just that the the top guy's at the FBI. I'm sorry, the FBI is rotten to the core. The agents in the field, they are rotten to the core. Top to bottom, rotten to the core. CIA, same thing. NSA, same thing. DOJ, go on and on and on. They have weaponized. They haven't politicized. They are now weaponizing. This has become worse than a third-world dictatorial banana republic. Why are the Democrats, why is the libstream media so afraid? Why are they still talking about Trump? He's not in office because they know that his policies, the America first Trumpism, is not going away. They know that their con is up, their gig is up. They know that workers, blue-collar workers, Americans, people that are fed up with the globalism and jobs being shipped to China and other countries around the world – They have figured out they have been lied to. The con for the Democrat and rhino Republicans is over. Liz Cheney, Willard Mittens Romney, they're done. Adam Kinzinger, please. I don't want to hear about, we need to get back to conservative values. What is conservatism? Getting into a damn war in Iraq for the last umpteen years costing billions? Staying in Afghanistan for 20 goddamn years? President Trump read the American people better than any other politician. He understood. He didn't need focus groups from phony Frank Luntz. He understood exactly what this country was all about, why people were angry, why Americans who played by the rules were getting screwed, and why Americans who game the system in New York and D.C. and Wall Street while they were getting ahead. The con is up. The gig is up. Republicans are going to win in a landslide back the House and the Senate. And now that we're getting to the bottom of all these fraudulent elections, why do you think in Arizona, why do you think the uh, uh, Republican establishment, the Democrats, the Rachel Maddows, the CNNs, why are they all worried about an audit? If your candidate won fair and square, my reply would be, hey, let's be transparent. Audit everything, no problem because they know the dirty little secret. The Arizona election with, was rife with fraud. They know that the machines were all rigged. They knew that every, on every level that the processes that were in place were not according to legitimate election standards. And we're going to see the same thing happen in Michigan. We're going to see it in Georgia. We're seeing it in New Hampshire. Why are the Democrats so worried? Why do they have 100 lawyers in Arizona? I mean, if your guy won, I would say, hey, listen, no problem. Count the votes. Count the votes. I'll give you a perfect example. We had a vote. I'm the president of my homeowners association. We had a vote on something, and we had several people who said, "Well, we challenge the vote. We want to see it." We first thing I said to our property manager: "Show them all the votes. Let's bring them all out. Show them all." They both counted them, and we had a, another witness, an independent witness that that was there. I said, "You all stand there. You can all count them." I didn't have any, I, I didn't fight it. I didn't say I'm going to get a court injunction. This is, a, this is a witch hunt. I didn't do any of that. I said, let's look at them. You all stand here. Full transparency. And when it was done, they looked and said, okay, fine. That was it. If you have nothing to hide, you don't try to hide or stop an audit. It's that simple. So I know I got on a long tangent, starting with the wokeness of Penn State But it did have a moral to the story, that we're always focused on the minutia, the irrelevant minutia instead of what is truly important. The terms freshman and sophomore, the terms upperclassmen, lowerclassmen, prom king and queen, that's all noise. That's not signal. That's all noise, irrelevant noise. What's important is ultimately what is being taught on these college campuses. And what is being taught is a hatred of America, a hatred of capitalism, a hatred of hard work, a hatred of success, a hatred of the history of this country. It's that simple. You wonder why we're producing Democrat liberals that are enemies of America that hate this country? Look to Penn State and every other college, and again, Instead of focusing on really what's important, we're looking at the nonsensical minutia. Freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, he, him, hers, please spare me that that is offensive phraseology. What's offensive is the fact that the the campuses, the colleges are wasting time on this nonsense, and that's exactly what it is. While the world laughs, the college students being produced on our college campuses in the United States are weak, wussified betas with a hatred of this country. It is a damn shame, and it is a damn outrage. For six decades, Camacho has been working hard to build the best damn cigars around perfecting, preserving the authentic Corojo seed. That's the foundation of the Camacho blends. They talk about strength and character, and that is in Camacho's DNA. And so is the Camacho Corojo cigar. Complex, flavorful, no compromises. It is bold. It is rich. It is tasty. And it's built Using wrapper, binder, and filler that is grown and harvested in the legendary Hamastron Valley in Honduras. A fifth priming wrapper, deep, dark, rich. Three primings in the filler. What you get is a cigar strikingly dark in appearance. Camacho Corojo makes a statement with intensity that's backed up by cedar and earthy notes. A bold experience for those that defy the status quo. Camacho, strength and character. It's in our DNA. Well, the prince, formerly known as Harry, his real name is Harry Windsor. He used to be known as the Duke of Sussex. I refer to him as Duke of Shut the Hell Up and Get the Hell Out. Good old Harry Windsor. People don't know that's his real name. You know Queen Elizabeth? Her real name is Elizabeth Windsor. She actually has a last name. She's are from the House of Windsor. The House of Windsor, I should say, yes. I know Mick the Brit is not going to like the fact that I make fun of the Queen and the royal family, but too bad. Well, on an episode of Dak Shepard and Monica Padman's Armchair Expert podcast, Harry made a statement deeply offensive to all Americans that believe in the Constitution. Take a listen. Again, I don't want to start sort of going down the First Amendment route because that's a huge subject and one of which I don't understand because I've only been here for a short period of time. But you can find a loophole in anything, Mm -hmm. and you can capitalize or exploit what's not said rather than uphold what is said. So he disses the First Amendment. He went on to say that there's so much I want to say about the First Amendment as I sort of understand it, but it is bonkers. And he was complaining about the media frenzy resulting from his stay at... Tyler Perry's Beverly Hills mansion for free. And he took issue with the paparazzi. Now, the only reason that Harry and his wife, or I should say maybe his husband, because she kind of is the chick with the dick in the family, the only reason they got a $75 million Spotify podcast deal and a Netflix deal is because of their fame. So the only reason the paparazzi were there was because of their fame. So you can essentially diss the paparazzi and the attention all you want, but the reason you're getting massive wealth is because of your fame and your bullshit titles. Now, he says that it's a huge subject, one which I don't understand. I've only been here a short period of time. Sergeant Steve, are you aware of how complex the First Amendment is? I mean, you. I know you've read the First Amendment. Are you aware of just how complex it is to understand?
1: Extremely. I mean, you know, I learned it in what, second grade?
0: Pretty much. Let, let me repeat it for those that may not be familiar, and really for the benefit of Harry Windsor. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech, or of the press, or the right of the people peacefully, peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. There it is, three lines on a piece of paper. And he doesn't understand it? Here, let me try to understand it so that a three-year-old can understand it, because clearly this clown can't. In America, we have the right to... Practice religion, freedom of religion, free speech, freedom of the press, freedom to assemble, freedom to petition the government to complain about various grievances. It's that simple. So even if you only come out with one thing out of the First Amendment, freedom of speech, three words, that's it. Religion, assembly, uh, right to assemble, that's in there too. But it's not that hard. And what he says is that you can find a loophole in anything. Excuse me, Harold. We don't want to find a loophole in the First Amendment. Now, there's a reason why we kicked King George, one of your distant relatives, kicked his ass out back in 1776 and why we went to war with you clowns, the Redcoats, because we did want freedom of speech. We didn't want taxation without representation. We did want freedom of religion. And on and on. You don't understand it? You are a guest in this country. You're not a citizen, pal. You are a guest in this country. And yet, you're going to diss the First Amendment, which the rest of the world looks as a model. Now, maybe in European countries, in Britain, and France, if you say something that somebody disagrees with, then you can be jailed and prosecuted. That's not how it works here in the United States. As former Brexit leader Nigel Farage said, for Prince Harry to condemn the USA's First Amendment shows he has lost the plot. Soon he will not be wanted on either side of the pond. Note to Nigel Farage, Harry is not wanted in the United States. You can have him. We don't want them. By the way, we don't want Meghan Markle either. Take both of those clowns. Call an Uber for a one-way ticket back to Great Britain. If you are looking to add a full-flavored cigar to your portfolio of cigars to enjoy, I've got the perfect selection for you. The Gurkha Nicaraguan Series. It is loaded with Nicaraguan leaf from the renowned Aganorsa Farms in Nicaragua. The Gurkha Nicaraguan series features a Corojo 99 Nicaraguan wrapper, dual Corojo 99 binders, and Corojo 99 and Criollo 98 long fillers. The result, a super full-flavored cigar with loads of pepper, loads of spice, very rich, while maintaining absolute smoothness the entire time. Try the Gurkha Nicaraguan series, add it to your portfolio, add it to your humidor. You will be in for a super Nicaraguan puro cigar treat. Gurkha, the world's finest cigars. Visit Gurkasigars.com. Finally, worst mayor in the history of the world. Big Bird, Bill de Blasio. Socialist, Marxist, New York City. Absolute disaster. How this clown was ever elected mayor is beyond me. I mean, a city of, what, 11, 12 million people? That's the best you could come up with? And the clowns that are running now ain't much better. Well, to promote uh, getting vaccinated, various governments have gone to various lengths and try to motivate people to take the jab, as they say in Europe. Take the jab, as Mick the Brit told me. Yeah, General, I got the jab, two jabs. Well, to me, you should take the vaccine for one and only one reason, because you think it will help you in avoiding the Chinese Communist Party Wuhan virus. And if you do get it, then it will, the symptoms will be much less severe. It will keep you out of the hospital. So to me, when I hear, for example, in Buffalo, my hometown, that they're incentivizing people to take the vaccine by giving them a beer. If you get a vaccine, we'll give you a coupon for a beer. And actually, the number of people that took advantage of it was humongous last week. In Ohio, Sergeant Steve, your home state of Ohio, I believe they're offering, what, five $1 million prizes. They're going to do a lottery that uh, you, you can win a million bucks up to five people. If you take the vaccine, you'll be entered. Your name will be entered. Is that correct?
1: That's correct. Uh,
0: I wonder, how does uh, you as an Ohioan feel about that?
1: I think there's a better use of our tax dollars of $5 million. Uh,
0: you are correct. And now in the city of New York, Big Bird this week talked about that if you get the vaccine, you will receive a free vaccine. Meal from Shake Shack. Shake Shack, a very popular burger place, publicly traded company. Started in New York. They're around the country. I've had it. I've been in Austin, Texas and had it. It was good. I mean, I thought it was good. Was it, like, off the charts? No. I actually had a better burger yesterday, Sergeant Steve. I actually went to a place on Dale Mabry here in the Cigar City called Riveter's, and it's owned by women. It's it's uh, a military-type theme, after Rosie the Riveter, so when you go in, there's like a wing from an airplane. Um, it's kind of like the Bad Monkey Military Bar in Ebor City, where we've been many times, where they've got military paraphernalia. The burger was off the. Ch- I was in the mood for a burger. I haven't had a burger in I don't know how long. Was actually Sergeant Steve the last time I had a burger when we had lunch? Jeez, when was that? Like, I can't even remember. Was that like last? That'd been last like last summer? fall, I think. It might have been yeah, like September, right.
1: September, October. Weather was nice. Exactly. Smoked a outside. cigar on the patio
0: that's correct this burger was phenomenal I was getting a car wash right across the street and I've passed by this place umpteen times so I, I looked uh did a search the reviews were like 4.9 out of 5 went in food was great service was great the only complaint they have a beautiful outdoor patio and I asked the server I said you are cigar friendly she said no we only allow smoking there's one area off the side but you can't eat I'm like come on really but I'm going to make some inroads, especially when I have mentioned their establishment on the Bold Alpha podcast, and I'll mention it on the Cigar Dave Show podcast as well. So it's called Riveter's on Dale Mabry in Tampa. It is very, very close to the air about five-minute drive from the airport, close to downtown, excellent, very, very good. Now, I've had Shake Shack, and I think the burger I had yesterday at Riveter's blew it away. But it's very popular, and they're opening a Shake Shack here in the Cigar City of Tampa in the next couple of weeks. So, very popular spot. So, to incentivize New Yorkers to get the Chinese Communist Party Wuhan vaccine, Big Bird, worst mayor in the history of the world, Bill de Blasio, talked about getting a free Shake Shack meal. And in so doing, he made a total, complete ass of himself. Now, we're going to play the audio. If you actually saw the video, it would it'd make you cringe even more. But the audio is cringeworthy enough. Free fries when you get vaccinated?
1: Um, I got vaccinated. You're saying I could get this? You delicious fries? Wait a minute. But there's also a, a burger element to this? Let me let me check with Bill Needhart. Is it too early in the day to eat a burger? No. This could be breakfast. You're good to go. Okay. I want you to look at this and think about. Again, some people love hamburgers, some don't. Really want to respect all ways of life. But if this is appealing to you, just think of this when you think of vaccination. Mmm. Vaccination. Mmm. <laughs> I'm getting a very good feeling
0: about vaccination right this moment wait a minute aren't fries evil they're saturated fat they're cooked in oil the burgers isn't that a problem for the for the world for global climate because cows produce methane and they consume so much carbon natural resources during the process of the cows being born and the cows being slaughtered and turned into hamburger. I mean, these are all evil things. They're sodium and salt and burgers. And did he have ketchup? That's got sugar in there. I thought he wanted a healthier New York. And what's he doing? He's trying to poison people if they take the CCP Wuhan virus vaccine. Isn't it amazing? On one hand, big gulps are evil. Fast food is evil. We should eat less meat. He's the guy that insisted on meatless Mondays in the New York City schools, saying this is good for the environment. This is good for our health. We need to get away from meat. This is the same clown that's now saying, mmm, yum, I'm getting a good sensation in my loins mm, as I eat these french fries and, oh, this burger, mmm, it's mm, so meaty and juicy. Nom, 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 nom. The hypocrisy is overwhelming. And we should not be surprised because we know all politicians are hypocrites. They're all full of bullshit. So on one hand, meatless Mondays in all the schools, we need to teach kids that it's good to go vegan. We have to save the, the planet, climate change, global warming, the carbonization that is involved, use of carbons and meat. Oh, we can't have that. Can't have French fries, all that saturated fat. That's going to increase health care costs. Oh, it's all evil. Oh, but if you get your vaccine, yum, 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 yum. Mm, these French fries are so crispy and oily and juicy. Mm, and my burger, mm, mm, delicious. He made a complete, total As of himself. The good news is, I think the guy's out in, what, six months, if I'm not mistaken? Maybe eight months? Whenever the election is, I think it's in November, and then he's done January 1. Can't happen fast enough. He's a total, total clown. And by the way, if you want to enjoy a burger, french fries, be my guest. If you want to enjoy meat seven days a week, Three meals a day? Be my guest. If you want to grill and emit massive amounts of carbon spewing from your big green egg or your pellet smoker or your charcoal gas smoker, be my guest. It is all good. Sergeant Steve, I hear you ready to chime in. Well,
1: here's my question.
0: Why did he have to ask a staffer if it was
1: too early to eat something? If you're an alpha, you just eat what you want when you want.
0: That's correct. You you don't need permission. Oh, maybe he had to ask the wife. Because we all know all these guys, they're deep wussified betas. Was they the, got to ask the, the
1: him, or she, or they, or what? what? Yeah, I
0: don't know what her per, per preferred pronoun is. We got to check that their preferred pronoun. That's something I can tell you will never be on my social media profiles. My preferred pronouns, as you know, there are only three: he, her, freak. That's it. Male, female, well, freak. That's I thought it. your preferred pronoun was alpha. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's right. Uh, Wait a minute, male, alpha male, so we can have both of those. So we have alpha male, there's female, and then there's freak. That is correct. So if you want to eat, and by the way, Sergeant Steve, I know that you've probably broken out your green egg, and now for Memorial Day, I'm sure you will have uh, something. I'm I'm picturing either ribs or maybe with all the talk of my brisket, you may even try a brisket.
1: I might try brisket. I think my, uh, my mother's on her way to town actually today. And oh, she'll be here well, for a few weekend. weeks. So yeah, so she'll uh, I think she's requested ribs for that weekend, but it doesn't mean we right. can't also do a brisket as well. It is a long weekend,
0: long weekend. And you know what? You just keep the coal and the uh, wood in that big green egg stocked, and you can just keep that thing going for like three days. You still have to buy that. what's that that uh, thing, that attachment? That keeps the constant temperature?
1: Yeah, there's one that you can uh, put on the Big Green Egg. It's uh, It connects to the Wi-Fi on your phone, and you can set the temperature, and it basically regulates the airflow out of the bottom of the Green Egg to make sure it stays at a steady temperature. So I've not purchased that yet.
0: Yeah, what's it called? Like the uh, – it's Eggstastic or something? Yeah, something
1: it's... like that. They have all kinds of all, – all the accessories have something egg in them.
0: Yeah, there's something called – let's see, there's a regulator. I think it's the uh, – yeah, i got to see what it is. I know they sell it um, – the temperature regulator, because that was my whole thing with the Big Green Egg. I loved it, but I had a tough time keeping the temperature constant. But the one thing... I think it's the
1: Egg Genius.
0: Egg Genius, that's it. The one thing I do miss about the egg compared to my pellet smoker, the Green Egg just delivered a great bark on food, just a nice smokiness where I don't get it as much with the pellet smoker Mm -hmm. because it burns a little bit cleaner. Uh, but in terms of ease of use, you can't beat the uh, pellet smoker. You start it, keep it at 225 for your brisket, and uh, boom. I mean, it just works out great. So, yes, we'll go over brisket maneuvers for you, Sergeant Steve, since I have perfected them. And, um, you know, it's, it's, when, you, when you can get that brisket where it's tender and moist and succulent and juicy, can't go wrong. In fact, I dropped off a care package to Tommy Diadio, who is the Senior Executive Vice President of Spirits Procurement of the three Corona Cigar Store and Lounges in Orlando and the Davidoff Store and Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa. Dropped it off to him yesterday from uh, the Bold Alpha Barbecue and uh, Pitmaster Dave with my signature on it. And I made something called a bristrami. Brisket with pastrami seasoning. So I used cracked pepper, cracked coriander, Little bit of salt and another secret ingredient came out delicious, juicy, tasty. So, I have dropped it off for him. I told him when he is ready to eat it, which will probably be today, to steam it, put the slices you know on a tray, steam it gently for about 10 minutes, and it will be just like you are at the deli. You can't go wrong. I'll so, be awaiting
1: my care package.
0: I'm doing another one actually this weekend, Sergeant <laughs> Steve. I'm making a couple of tweaks, uh, tweaks, tweaks, doing a couple of different tweaks. And uh, one thing I've learned is I do not spray the the brisket anymore. I keep it at 225. I just let it sit there. I put a water pan in the pellet smoker, and around the 5-hour mark, when the bark has gotten dark and a little bit on the uh, crusty side, and it's around 160, 165 degrees temperature-wise, then I wrap it in butcher paper, keep it at 225. The heat process starts to accelerate, And usually nine hours or so, ten hours, you got yourself a delicious brisket. And when it hits about 195 to 200, I take it off. And I do not put it in a cooler. Some people put it in a cooler for a few hours. I do not do that. Room temperature with a towel over it, and after an hour, it's ready to go. So I will uh, do that, and I will bring you a care package for uh, early next week. That I can guarantee. But one person I will absolutely not bring a care package to, that would be... Big Bird Bill De Blasio, no chance. Now, one thing that I do want to mention before we wrap it up is that this month's Cigar Dave Officers Club is off the charts. If you enjoy the Alpha lifestyle, Alpha male lifestyle, you enjoy spirits. We talked about grilling. We talked about smoking meat. We talk about travel. If you enjoy the Alpha male lifestyle, one thing that is essential is the enjoyment of cigars. And when you talk about cigars, you talk about Broadening your palate, expanding your palate. There is only one cigar of the month type club you must join. That is the Cigar Dave Officers Club. And for May, we are featuring a special Gurkha sampler. Two Gurkha Trentas, celebrating Gurkha's 30th anniversary, and a Gurkha Real. Now, the Gurkha Real is a delicious, mild, creamy, smooth. Cigar, mild, mild, medium, nice kinetic, Connecticut Ecuadorian wrapper. It's just velvety in your mouth. It is fabulous. If you're a new cigar connoisseur, if you're an experienced connoisseur, gonna love this cigar. Now we also included two limited edition sizes of the Gurka Trenta, celebrating Gurka's 30th anniversary. Gurka is known as the world's finest, uh, makes the world's finest cigars, and the Gurka Trenta celebrates Gurkha's 30 incredible years. This is a very unique cigar. This is what I would say on the medium bodied side using an Ecuadorian Habano Rosado wrapper. A Little bit darker wrapper, a little bit more personality, more flavor than an Ecuadorian Connecticut. But just a beautiful cigar with some nice notes of sweetness, nice notes of complex flavors. It's a delicious cigar, medium-bodied, exquisite. So we've got two Trentas, a Trenta Figurado and a Gurkha Trenta Bellicoso, both limited sizes, and the Gurkha Real Toro. It is fabulous. And if you're a member of the Officers Club, you're going to get those next late next week. If you are not a member of the Cigar Dave Officers Club, I suggest you head to Cigardave.com right now. Join All the information is there. Just click on Officer's Club. $22.95 per month. You get three fabulous cigars shipped in a Cigar Dave Officer's Club Ziploc pouch that you can reuse. Put other cigars in there. Your cigar taste buds will thank you. You will find cigars from... Over the year, from Honduras, Nicaragua, the Dominican, from the United States, mild, medium, full, different wrappers, Cameroon, Connecticut, uh, Mexican, San and Marone, Pennsylvania, Maduro, all over the place. It's a great way to really expand your palate horizons, especially if you want to become an experienced cigar connoisseur. Nothing better than throwing a steak on the grill or throwing a brisket on the smoker, ribs on the smoker, lighting a cigar... Grabbing your favorite libation, whether it's bourbon, whether it is a single malt scotch, glass of wine, could be espresso, and just relaxing, enjoying the taste, enjoying the aroma. So check out all the information, CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. $22.95 per month gets you three fantastic premium cigars each and every month. You will thank me. All right, as always, Alpha Dave, your global five-star general alpha male in chief, we thank you for joining us. Remember, never apologize for being an alpha male. Live it up.